Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's time once again for Nature Notes with our naturist friend Jim Gilbert, brought to us by Cardinal Corner and By the Yard Patio Furniture. Check them out at ByTheYard.net. We'll talk to Jim in just seconds. Um, I've been telling you about Cardinal Corner. It's hard to believe, but it's getting close. It's between 9 and 10 years, I think. If you haven't been there yet, you've got to check it out. Pam and Lee own and operate the store. It has two locations in West St. Paul and Newport Center. They remind me to tell you that February is National Bird Feeding Month. And you know what else they have? And I don't know if you've subscribed to it yet. It's free. They have the Cardinal Corner newsletter. You can read all about all sorts of interesting things. I'll just get on the web at cardinalcorner.com. But I do hope you'd stop in. See Lee and Pam and Wes. You'll, you'll, you'll browse for hours. It's amazing what they have at these stores. Uh, Lee and Pam specifically are in West St. Paul, Butler, and South Robert. Amy is at the uh, Newport Center location. Visit them online. I hope you do. Cardinalcorner.com. You will see that Cardinal Corner really is more than just a bird seed store. Mm. Good morning to mm. you, Jim Gilbert. <laughs> Good morning. It, it's officially 10 degrees, light snow, fog, and mist, and more snow, it looks like, on the way. Oh, wow. Well, we've got eight, eight above here in the northwest side of Lake Waconia, our yard, um, about 30 miles west of downtown Minneapolis. We've had 10 and a half inches of snow uh, fall on this yard uh, this past week. But uh, light snow is falling about a tenth of an inch so far this morning. Yes, Sandy and I are looking forward to hosting a trip to France next August 3rd to the 12th, we'll be visiting Normandy, of course, and experience some of France's most iconic locations, including, of course, Paris, um, the Chateau uh, Country, Monet's Garden at Giverny, and Mount Saint-Michel. This trip has been planned by Michael Kenny from Defined Destinations, who has years of experience um, planning and leading trips to Europe. If you've never traveled to this part of the world, going with an escorted trip is a great way to experience this. For more information, call 651-398-9358. Ask for a brochure or check the web, defineddestinations.com. And if you have a chance to ride the Metro with Mike, he knows his way around Paris. He knows these... uh these roots like the back of his hand. And so you'll totally have a good amazing. time. Yeah. Yes. We've been to Paris just one time and it was confusing and I had to keep looking at maps and trying to figure out what was going on. But lots of spots to see there. Yes. Say sunrise 721. So coming up soon, sunset 534. So today in the Twin Season area, we have 10 hours and 13 minutes of daylight, we're gaining daylight now at a rate of almost exactly three minutes each day. And we have gained 20 minutes of daylight since last Sunday. 
and a total of one hour and 27 minutes, almost an hour and a half, has been gained since the winter solstice on December 21st. The normal hybrid day is 27, normal low 11. Records for today, February 10th in the Twin Cities, high 49. That was said 142 years ago, 1877. I would love to see a 49 again melt some of this ice. Uh, record low, minus 24. Said 134 years ago, 1885. Our records go back. It's amazing. 200 years. We've got records. When Colonel Snelling started t- telling his staff and he himself were recording this, the high and low temperatures. And then a few years later, they started recording the precipitation. The most snow that's ever fallen in this date in recorded history came 66 years ago, 1953, 4.3 inches. I don't think we can beat that today, but who knows? Maybe we will. What was the, what was the uh, uh, amount? <laughs> 4.3 inches. It's possible. Yeah. They're talking yeah. three to five. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, maybe set a new record. Yeah. The waxing crescent moon will rise at 1013 and set tonight at 1125. Um, this coming Tuesday, February 12th, is the first quarter moon. And then Tuesday, the 19th of February, is another full moon. And uh, this full moon is coming when the distance is closest to the Earth again in its elliptical orbit. So it'll be another one of those super full moons where the moon appears to be about 14% larger than than normal or nor, larger than when it's at its furthest distance. i put it that way. Anyway, lots of things happening outdoors now. With the lengthening days, listen for more spring bird music coming from birds in the neighborhood. They're looking towards what we call the awakening season. And so am I. And it is on the way. It's time for house finches to begin singing and for northern cardinals to sing loud and long. Downy and red-bellied and pileated woodpeckers can be heard drumming on resonant tree trunks and limbs and other signal posts. They do this to announce territories and establish pair bonds. Anyone who has European starlings in their locality should see some individual birds with at least partially yellow on their beaks. Their beaks begin turning yellow at the base, and this yellow part moves out. So um, a few are already showing yellow beaks. Um, As the nesting season approaches, a starling's bill will change from black to yellow. European starling, the European starling itself is not native to the U.S., but was introduced to New York City uh, from Europe in 1890, and since then has spread across the whole U.S. and much of Canada and down into Mexico. Amazing bird, really. Um, Ringneck pheasants can be seen gleaning in some soybean and cornfields and eating sumac berries. They fly up in these sumac shrubs and Once in a while, you can see this big bird up there eating these berries. 
At feeding stations, they relish whole corn kernels. So some people are feeding the ringneck pheasants. In northern Minnesota and Wisconsin, rough grouse fly headlong into snow to spend the night or sleep out a storm. Loose snow is a good insulator. I know that because I've slept underneath snow in the wintertime. Just before and during snowfalls, you can watch the birds at feeding stations in what I call, and other people call the same thing, a feeding frenzy mode. We noticed this yesterday at our feeding station yesterday afternoon. Honeybees balled up deep within their hives keep warm, of course, by eating, that's for their energy, and then beating their wings. So wings are moving up and down, keeping that ball of bees warm. By the way, the ones in the center are the warmest, so they have to crawl to the outside, and so they're exchanging places uh, during the day, and probably nighttime for that matter. With little effort, otters bound and slide over the snow to travel quite long distances. Eastern cottontail rabbits emerge shortly after sunset to feed on twigs and bark of small trees and shrubs, and they come to our feeding station. In fact, I see one hopping in there right now. <laughs> and, and they come and they, they love the cracked corn on the ground. Tom and Lisa Bovers report from Fairboat that they received 15 inches of snow this past week, and Fairboat schools were closed for two days. The week before, Fairbolt schools were closed for four days, and that was due to the intense cold plus snow. Driving from Fairbolt to Northfield along a country road, or a county road, I guess you should say, this past Friday the 8th, um, Tom and Lisa saw horned larks in groups of, oh, four to say eight or nine birds. These horned larks are considered to be the first migrating birds to return each year. Still coming to their backyard feed station is one white-throated sparrow. We got the same thing, one. But they have pine siskins, northern cardinals, and more birds coming. They've been hearing the whistled Phoebe spring song, the black-capped chickadees, often just lately. Uh, Barb and Art Straub from the sewer are using a trail camera in their CRP land out in the countryside where they have an extensive wildlife feeding station. They sent me photos of bald eagles, up to seven of them coming at one time, red-tailed hawks, American crows, and more. This past week, Art and Barb observed and photographed an active beaver cutting willows and hauling branches from the willows to open water. This past week, they have continued counting American robins returning each late afternoon to a Colorado spruce grove, and they've been seeing up to 3,000 of the American robins coming in. Just amazing. Jim and Jan Havda, who live on the shore of Little Rock Lake near Rice, that's just north of St. Cloud, report that they are having an old-fashioned winter like the rest of us. <laughs> they, they received nine and a half inches of snow this past Thursday, February 7th. And yesterday morning, checked their thermometer and they found the low overnight had been minus 31. Ooh. Oh, I know it. And there, you know, there've been so many readings 
throughout Minnesota in the minus 20s, minus 30s, and even minus 40s way up north. The snow in evergreen boughs is beautiful. They report 13 species of birds, including half dozen morning doves, come to their feeding station, and the flying squirrel, or maybe more, more than one flying squirrel, it's hard to tell, has returned. They see the tracks in the snow. Uh, Diane and Dave Herring, who live near Waterville, report eight inches of snow fell this past week. Wednesday through Friday, they observed beautiful white frost uh, covering trees and shrubs. And Friday, bright sun dogs they saw. And they're getting their maple syruping equipment ready. Three of the last four years, they had sap runs beginning in February. February 17th was the earliest. Ray and Marlene Simon, who live on the edge of Northfield, report a minus 27 degree reading yesterday morning. This past Tuesday, um, in a snow in the snowstorm, um, between 4:30 and 5, Ray counted, and he said, "He said I may have made a mistake, but there were at least 60 northern cardinals at their feeding station. Most of them on the ground eating cracked corn and millet." So more than 60 northern cardinals at one time. What a sight that must have been. I know. Wow. Say, say, Jim, you know what we could, I know it's kind of maybe unusual with with our forecast to talk about by-the-art outdoor furniture. Oh, not at all. But I'm looking uh, at ours and it's snow-covered. Spring will come. <laughs> Spring's going to come, so uh, just be patient. Uh, you could buy patio furniture. Jim and I told you about this uh, Minnesota-made furniture. You never have to replace it. You just add to it. You'll never paint it. You never have to stain it. You don't have to store it. Uh, They have, as Jim knows, over 350 designs expertly engineered by master craftsmen, as I said, right here in Minnesota, all built with peace of mind. Jim, you've never had to store yours either, have you? No, we never have. It's been out there at least 10 years, and it looks great. It really is. it's It's so much fun to see it out there, and, you know, it actually looks pretty nice in the snow. (laughs) <laughs> well, it does, and then the, when the and snow we, melts, uh, you know it's it's ready to be uh, sat on for sure. Uh, unique enough. It. In fact, it's something I haven't mentioned uh, that you can customize it, and it's not extra cost to you. You're not going to cost you a dime more. Uh, Jim and I uh, get on, tell you get on the web. You can get their catalog. It's free, and directions to the showroom. But uh, get on the web by the yard dot net. See what Jim and I have told you about for all these years. It's a CCO Land family-run business called Buy the Yard Furniture you're going to love. Yes, even with light snow, fog and mist, <laughs> and 10 above zero right now. All right, you Jim. Know, yeah. I, actually, there's a few of our neighbors have Buy the Yard. and In fact, several of them do. And uh, they didn't, of course, a few years ago. And they'd see ours, and then they'd see others like it. And they went gone to the, some of them gone to the showroom and so on to look. But they're so happy not to have to carry it around and not to have it blowing around that's, during a storm. That's it does right. not move. It's such good furniture and comfortable, too. Well, yeah. we have a few more minutes, Jim. Okay. Ray and Marlene Simon uh, from Northfield again report about 13 inches, 13 inches of snow fell there last week. They saw colorful sun dogs two days ago. That would have been Friday. Mary Brisland's from Luton. Uh, she says, now, and she measures the snow in in that yard, too, their yard. Uh, snow up to 72 inches has fallen. So she said, I've shoveled six feet of snow this winter so far. 
But she says there's even more on Luton Mountain Ski Area up in the higher elevations above her. Still, a Canada Jay and lots of pine siskins, plus red-breasted nuthatches and black-capped chickadees are coming to the, her feeding station. A snowy owl was spotted by someone in Grand Marais just this last couple of days. So that's something that so many people would really like to see, that snowy owl. I want to talk about warming in greenhouses. This is something I did not realize until I was teaching at Gustavus uh, quite a few years ago. At least 10 years ago, Fred Strzok from Traverse de Sioux Garden Center in St. Peter told me that on or close to February 11th, that's tomorrow, each year, as the sun rises, and, you know, each year now, this happens, but that's because the sun rises higher in the sky. Plants in the greenhouse come out of dormancy and start growing. Other greenhouse keepers in the Twin Cities and southern Minnesota area have noticed the same thing, that greenhouse plants begin growing on February 11th. On sunny days after February 11th, greenhouses become hot and humid, even on cold days. And even our car interiors warm up more now when parked in the sunlight. I can hurry away for the next sunny day and let the car warm up in the sun. And then I hope to get to a greenhouse to see what this is like. And I have done this many times, right on February 11th or the day after. Talking about early nesting birds, from late January into into February is egg laying time for great horned owls. Great horned owls are residents throughout Minnesota, actually throughout most of North America. Their habitat includes thick forest lands, uh, large farm woodlots, and remote wilderness areas. They rarely are found in heavily populated urban areas. Great horned owls don't build nests, but take over old nests of large birds, such as those of the red-tailed hawk, osprey, bald eagle, great blue heron, American crow, and sometimes even a squirrel's nest, a gray squirrel's nest. They also use natural tree cavities, cavities and rocky ledges. Very little, if any, nesting materials added, but a central hollow is cleared out and down and breast feathers are used to cover these eggs. Two eggs are typically laid. Incubation of the eggs is mostly by the female, and the male great horned owl brings her food. Eggs hatch in about 30 days. The incubating females often end up being partly to mostly covered by snow. And during snowfalls in January through February and Sometimes into March, they end up getting covered up as they're trying to protect their eggs or their young. But the thing is that great horned owls are the earliest birds to hatch young in Minnesota each year, and they're on nests already. Amazing. Wow. Do you have any any notes or anything? Yes, Jim. As a matter of fact, a couple of texts have come in. Uh, let's see. Do, do we live in St. Paul? And Mary, uh, she looked in the bird book and at a feeder saw a flicker. How common is that? Not not real common. Flickers are one of the woodpeckers, and a few will winter here in southern Minnesota. And so some people 
have them come into their feeding stations uh, right now. And someone, a texter uh, in Richfield, saw a pileated woodpecker uh, Friday afternoon. Beautiful. Oh, it is. And, you know, that's the one, the pileated is the largest woodpecker. And that's the one, it's about the size of an American crow. They need, a a pair need approximately 2,000 acres. Now, that means that, you know, in a neighborhood, you, you can see them come into your feeding station. They love peanuts. That's what they come to our feeding station for. Love suet, too. But, um, you know, they're flying in from a distance because they need this huge territory for feeding. They're looking for insects in in trees. See, you have one, any others? We have just time uh, for a quick one here. Uh, the texter says, we stayed with friends in Big Lake last weekend, saw the trumpeter swans at Swan Park in Monticello. The friends also have a really nice feeding station. We saw our first flying squirrels, four or five of them, 13 gray squirrels, two black squirrels, and a couple of red squirrels. Two foxes, oh. the deer, did, did not come out that night, but they've seen them before. So thanks to all the texters oh, for uh, sending us that uh, information. Well, yeah. Jim, uh, you uh, be safe this week. You may be shoveling a little bit. Everybody be so careful yes. when you're shoveling. And be careful. There's still ice underneath the snow. That's right. Be careful Good when point. you're driving and walking. Absolutely. Good thing. I'm glad you brought that up. Well, let's talk one week from today, Jim. Look forward to it. Thanks Bye. so much. Bye-bye. Jim Gilbert back next Sunday with more Nature Notes here on News Talk 830 WCCO. The weather is coming up, and get those health questions ready. Healthy Matters straight ahead here on CCO. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.